Hey, you're listening to LGBTQ&A. I'm Jeffrey Masters, and today I'm talking to Keenan Lonsdale. Keenan plays Kid Flash in The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow TV shows. He is also one of the love interests in the new Love, Simon movie. You'll hear us talk about why it is so important for people, especially kids, to see Keenan on TV. He is this out, queer, black actor playing a superhero, and there are really very few examples of that. Also, coming out is such a unique thing when you're in the public eye. Keenan has only been out publicly for less than a year, so it is really interesting to hear Keenan talk about still growing more comfortable with his identity and the labels that come with that. So that's coming up. As always, if you like our show and haven't already, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. It is one of the biggest things you can do to help new people find our show. And then don't forget to check out our old home on AfterBuzz TV. They are the number one place for all your TV after show discussions. All right, without further ado, here's Keenan. You sound great. Sweet. I sound great. Perfect. Let's jump into it. Sweet. So Love, Simon is this nice, non-tragic queer movie. You've said that movies like this have the power to change the world. Can you talk about that? Yeah. I mean, I think you start watching movies when you're a child uh, or, you know, a lot of kids do. And I think that's where a lot of your imagination can grow from. And you're seeing all of these different kinds of people or characters or feelings um, represented. And so it's just crucial for kids to see themselves like represented then it means that they go out into the world and they go i can be a hero i can love this person i can love myself like i can do anything and that's those are the kinds of like people that change the world for the better the people that believe if you strip kids belief away from them like who they are and what they can do like doesn't matter or it's not as valid they're they're not going to be able to do as much and yeah. unless they are, are lucky enough to find that for themselves and I think that's why it's so important too to see you on Flash and Legends tomorrow. These young kids of color are seeing this queer black kid be a superhero. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I feel really fortunate to be able to um, uh, to play that character and um, openly be myself, like outside of that, um, so that people know that it's possible. I didn't. I didn't know it was possible when I was growing up, which made me sad, which made me doubt a lot of things. So. Um, just simply by doing it lets them know, oh, it is possible. It's that, it's that simple. Love, Simon shot last January and soon after you came out. Did being a part of the movie influence that at all? Yeah, it did. It made me reflect on myself and probably like internalized shame that I had. Um, cause I walked onto the set thinking like, do I or don't I come out and be honest, like to everyone from the get go? And because I was too nervous on the first day, then I felt like I'd missed my opportunity and, now I'm just lying for the rest of the shoot. Um, and, and so I ended up coming out to the cast, like, uh, the rap party or just beforehand. And I had spoken to my, one of my close friends and I had expressed to her like my disappointment in myself for not being able to be out. Like everything was, uh, the situation couldn't be better. There was nothing to be afraid of. Everyone's so welcoming. There's a gay director with his, 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 fiance at the time now husband and their kid and this movie is about a gay love story and and i still don't feel like confident enough in myself like to be myself so i felt a little bit like a fraud and then my friend was like don't 
be disappointed don't be hard on yourself like this is a long journey for you you're still going through it like maybe just think wow that's really interesting everything's perfectly aligned and it's still something's missing for me so that's when i realized um a few weeks after maybe every day after <laughs> but uh um it sort of like just kept brewing in this thing where i realized like oh it's me i'm the only one that is resisting this now for myself like I have to take the step to let go. I have to let go. That sounds really impulsive. Or is there any discussions with your team about timing or anything? Mm-mm. Really? Mm-mm. That surprises me. <laughs> it was very impulsive. Yeah, I remember thinking, I remember calling my mom and saying like, I think I'm going to come out this year. Like, And she was like, why this year? Like, what makes you say that? I'm like, I just, I'm just tired. Like, I'm, 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 I, I feel like I'm excited to grow. And I think I have to do this in order to grow. And I thought I was going to just put it in a song, like a in something subtle. Um, I had no idea I was going to post anything online um, because I didn't want it to be a big deal. But I think, um, and, and, and when I wrote it, it was like past midnight and I was trying to go to sleep and I couldn't. And then all of a sudden I, the words just like flowed. In five minutes, the post was up. Like I didn't think about it. Well, you know, in the post, everyone's uh, labeling this as bisexuality. Mm. You don't use that word. You don't use any labels. I'm wondering how you self-identify. Yeah, I think um, more recently, I and and I guess there's two reasons why I don't use any labels or didn't. And I think um, the first one was because um, I look to a future where they're not even needed. Um, And so I suppose I was trying to lead by example. Um, in saying like I'm just another human there's no difference here Um, but there was also me still finding my footing and not being completely comfortable with certain labels Um, and now like I'm cool with people can call me like whatever I I don't care like I'm proud of each of those words so if someone views me as bisexual if someone views me as gay if someone views me as um, as queer like I then that's okay. I, I think I would, I would m- most like in a recent Instagram post, I, um, I referred to myself as queer. And I think because that's, I guess, more of the umbrella term for the rainbow yeah. <laughs> that we are. I think that it just, it feels the best for me, just feels right. Okay. Speaking of Instagram, you seem to be a lot. Uh, less edited and more uninhibited in showing queerness. Mm. Uh, is, does like do you feel that? Do, do you feel like you had to edit yourself before this in that regard? Yeah, but I was used to editing myself. I was used to editing myself on a daily basis, so that was me. It was like, you know, oh, I won't post this kind of selfie, or I won't even take this kind of selfie, or I won't use this emoji because maybe that'll come across like, you know, that way. Like you, you know, those it's like queer emojis. <laughs> Just anything like oh, I don't want to show like my vulnerability too much or too many emotions or don't want to look like I'm trying here because maybe people think that, you know, so um, and now like with all of those out the window, now I'm just like playing and and um, and I think I don't know. It's, it's like sometimes I force myself to to uh, post certain things that I would naturally be a little anxious about um, because once it's out there, then it's out there and I've done it. And then it's like, Oh, okay. I'm not afraid. There's nothing wrong. Like, and, um, I'm also not afraid if I do get like negative comments or, um, 
you know a lot of guys are like why are you wearing makeup or why is your hair like this or why are you why are you looking pretty or why are you wearing a, a skirt it's like mm, just because i can yeah and so it just i don't know I, i don't really think about it too much anymore it just feels like like play speaking of your fashion is there any significance to the key earrings you wear yeah i have a key tattoo now oh it's <laughs> a little guy but i i started wearing them just because i saw it in a shop and then i i didn't even think like oh all my friends call me key <laughs> oh i just I like even was, put that together yeah like all my <laughs> friends have called me key for so long i didn't put that together <laughs> like i was just wearing the key ring i was like oh nice and then um i got stopped like everywhere um people would always ask me like what the key is for and then i i didn't I didn't know. I was like, I don't know. Um, and then I thought maybe it's for conversation or it's for meeting new people because I seem to meet new people while wearing this key. Or maybe it's just for my name. Or But then um, now what it means to me and like whether I wear the earring or not, I have the tattoo, but like it means like the key to magic or the key to like infinity or the key to me. Um, and I guess like I feel like I unlocked myself um, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me and still the best thing that ever happened to me. So I want to be able to be like a key in this world. And is that what you mean when you say key to magic? Yeah. Yeah. Like unlock the magic. I literally, yeah. I think after I'd come out and, you know, and went still going through a lot of growth and changes, but like, I, I believe in magic just the same I did as I did when I was like a, a little kid. Um, which is just fun. <laughs> so yeah, that was unlocked for me. And and how does magic like manifest in your life? You know, when you're a kid and you see like a rainbow for the first time and you're like, whoa, like that's magic. Like what, how is that possible? And you see most things for the first time. You're like, whoa. Um, and then you grow up and people are like, oh, it's because of this, this, this. And it makes like, you know, it's just a rainbow. Um, well, now it's like, I can look at the rainbow and, and I recognize that, yeah, it could be made up of all of these things. And there's all these reasons as to why it is that, but it's still a rainbow. Like it looks pretty amazing. And it just happens to look like that. Like, and everything just happens to be stunning. Um, and even if things aren't like necessarily stunning to us, like the fact that it exists is pretty cool. And so I just feel like I'm looking at a lot of things for the first time, a lot of the time. That's nice. It's funny talking to you here now because you've said how shy you were growing up. Mm. And uh, do you still feel like that? Is that something you struggle with? No, I don't struggle with it anymore. I I definitely do still feel, I, I do still feel shy, but confident at the same time. I just wonder you're on these superhero shows when you go to Comic-Con. Is that just like torturous? All these people coming at you? Oh, um, no, I'm not anymore it definitely was like i i had a lot a lot of social anxiety um but yeah it's probably it's probably only been like 10 months since i came out that i've been this like calm within myself um and i yeah i wouldn't really label myself as a shy person anymore just because like i realized i, I don't have anything to be afraid of i'm not there's nothing i'm protecting do you know what i mean yeah and that's only happened since you've come out yeah oh that's really nice yeah I think we kind of fall into the trap as when someone, a public person comes out, they're automatically a spokesperson for the community and mm -hmm. a voice for the community. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you feel that pressure? Uh, yeah, I do. I, I like instantly people were, you know, with the questions people were asking me and, um, and I, 
yeah, I, I did feel like that pressure and, and I still do. And I think what I try to tell people is like, I rejected this my whole life, you know, like I worked very hard to not know anything about this world. So I have a lot to learn. Um, I have a lot, of, I, I have to brush up on a lot of issues. I have to understand everyone's perspective um, because my journey was definitely full, but everyone's is totally unique. Um, and so I know that I have um, not a responsibility, but um, an opportunity to to be a voice for people uh, and inspire them. So I, I, I just want to be as educated as I can um, if I'm going to do that. But that's my choice. It's not what anyone else can place on me. That's something that I choose. But it's also the responsible choice to label it, you know? Yeah. And it's also like, it just feels better. Like I could, I could like run away and, and, or, or, or not post anything. And, but I don't know, it feels better. Like I, I, I found this like gift for myself. I would prefer to share that with people. As your fame grows in America, does that feel different than fame did in Australia? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I don't, yeah. Probably because like I would walk on like carpets in Australia and like I would get told to move away. <laughs> oh, really? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, you're on Dance Academy. Wasn't that a big show there? Uh, yes. Um, I think, I think um, Australians, we still need to work on embracing our own before they leave the country. So I think um, a lot of the time we embrace them when they've left, done something somewhere else. Um, so I think we can still work on um, being proud of of the talent and the, and the the artists that we have that are that are that haven't necessarily left, um, but like take their work seriously and and um, so yeah, so that's something that I definitely feel like we as a country can work on. I don't think we need to like sh- uh, celebrate fame. I, I don't mean that. I think it's just like um, be proud. I think that that's a great thing for all communities to think about and focus on too. Mm, Often mm-hmm. feel like we have amazing queer authors and writers, mm-hmm. and it's only when they reach mainstream success that we're like, "Oh yeah, they're one of they're our ours." Own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they're always they've always been yours. Yeah, yeah. So that so I think that's a cool place to leave it on too. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for this. No worries. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. And that's our show. If you enjoyed it and haven't already, please subscribe. You can do that on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. You can also tweet about us, write an article, text your friends, help us to spread the word. You can also join our newsletter to stay up to date on all new episodes and live shows. We've got a couple coming up this summer. You can do that at lgbtqpodcast.com. I also want to say that this summer I'm going to be biking the 545 miles from San Francisco to Los Angeles with AIDS Life Cycle. We're doing this to raise money for the life-saving services that the San Francisco AIDS Foundation and LA LGBT Center provides. If you want to or are able to contribute, I would absolutely love that. Every little bit counts. I have a page up at tofighthiv.org slash go to slash jeffmasters1. You can also find links in all of our show notes or across all my social medias. Social media especially Twitter, is also a great way to connect and recommend guests. I love hearing from you each week. I'm on Twitter at JeffMasters1. The show is on Twitter at LGBTQPod. Special thanks to our partners at Panoply, the Elon University in Los Angeles studio, our old home at AfterBuzz TV, Jason McMurdy, and everyone for listening. We'll see you next week.